Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. I'm Megan Cloherty. Finishing the investigation into the shooting of a Virginia teacher by a six-year-old boy. We'll tell you how that's gone. A call for these in all high-rises after a deadly fire in Silver Spring. The time has come to protect these buildings. I'm Mike Marilla. Should you have to pay extra for extra security on Twitter? One of the things we'll get into with The Verge coming up, 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Navage. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Dangerous winter conditions in the forecast for the upper Midwest. The Twin Cities could see almost two feet of snow and blizzard conditions. WCCO-TV's Kirsten Mitchell on how some Minneapolis people, residents that is, have been preparing. It's kind of low, so it's like, uh, better, better fill up. Jeff Watson had the right idea, filling up his gas tank ahead of the storm. Rather be safe than not be able to show up because you got in an accident. In your car, have jumper cables, a shovel, cell phone charger, and plenty of extra warm clothes. Clothing. I'm filling up the car. I got groceries being delivered, and my husband's getting gas for the snowblower. Jenny Bowers, a teacher in Minneapolis, hoping for a snow day. President Biden marks one year this week since Russia invaded Ukraine. In a speech in Warsaw, Poland, he said NATO has never been more united. Russian President Vladimir Putin gave his own speech, saying, among other things, that he was not going to change his strategy in Ukraine. CBS's Ed O'Keefe. He claimed Russia isn't fighting the Ukrainian people, but that they've become hostage to Western masters and said the West is responsible for fueling the Ukrainian conflict. Putin also announced he's suspending participation in the last remaining nuclear arms reduction treaty with the U.S. National Security spokesman John Kirby called that announcement unfortunate and irresponsible. At a time like this, you want to make sure that you can at least have some arms control in place. The Supreme Court has heard arguments in the case of a family who wants to hold Google liable for the death of their daughter in a terrorist attack in Paris in 2015. The family wants to sue Google-owned YouTube for helping the Islamic State spread its message and get new recruits. CBS legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum. The attorney representing Google was pretty adamant. Section 230 grants Internet companies a blanket immunity from civil lawsuits because they are not acting as a publisher. They merely post what others have created. Even in the case case of terrorist videos, YouTube didn't make them, they simply showcased them. U.S. Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg wants the nation's freight railroads to immediately take steps to improve safety while regulators try to strengthen safety rules in the wake of a fiery derailment in eastern Ohio. Buttigieg tells CBS News... We're going to hold them accountable to the fullest extent of the law on any violations from Norfolk Southern uh, that contributed to this disaster. Uh, Meanwhile, the EPA is holding them responsible for the cleanup. The Seattle City Council adds caste to the city's anti-discrimination laws, becoming the first U.S. city to specifically ban discrimination of people based on their birth or descent, a system of social ranking in parts of Asia. This is CBS News. Now there's a simple, easy, and effective way to clean your nose and protect your health. It's called Navage. Navage. Available at navage.com. 1003 on WTOP on this Tuesday night, February 21st, 2023. Upper Marlboro is at 48, dropping to the lower 40s and 30s later. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. 
It's election night 2023 on WTOP, and Virginia has its first ever black congresswoman. Democratic State Senator Jennifer McClellan has won a special election tonight in Virginia's 4th Congressional District. That district is anchored in Richmond and then stretches down to the North Carolina border. She will replace the late Virginia Representative Don McEachin, who died in November. McClellan has represented parts of the Richmond area in the General Assembly since 2006. She defeated Republican Pastor Leon Benjamin in the Deep Blue District. Benjamin had twice unsuccessfully challenged for that seat. Now to the 2018 gang-related shooting that killed D.C.'s Micaiah Wilson as she waited for an ice cream. Today, in the trial against six men, the 10-year-old's older sister described a scene of desperate chaos when that gunfire started in Northeast. WTOP's Megan Clority has details. On the stand, Najee Lewis described to the judge and jury how she and her little sister, Micaiah Wilson, spent July 16, 2018 at the pool before returning home to Clay Terrace Northeast and walking to the ice cream truck to get a snack. Then Lewis says she saw a car pull up and heard gunshots. The prosecutor's next question, where was Micaiah, caused Lewis to break down, sobbing on the stand. Her mother and family members in the courtroom began crying and said, it's okay, baby. When she resumed, Lewis recalled that the sisters fell into their apartment and stood up, Micaiah holding her chest. Then the 10-year-old collapsed. She was shot through the heart and killed. The trial of six men is expected to take months. At D.C. Superior Court, Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. New this evening, police have finished their investigation into the classroom shooting of a teacher by a six-year-old student in Newport News, Virginia. The Washington Post reports that police, excuse me, the Washington Post reports that police have sent their findings to the local prosecutor who will decide whether to file charges. Newport News Police Chief Steve Drew did not share any of the findings or any recommendations from his department when he announced the investigation was finished. Drew previously said investigators were looking into charges against the first grader's mom, who police said owned the gun the boy brought to school. 25-year-old Abby Zwerner was seriously injured in the shooting at Richneck Elementary School. Her attorneys say she plans to sue the school system. Now 10.05 on Saturday, 25-year-old Melanie Diaz lost her life when fire broke out at her apartment building in downtown Silver Spring. The building she was in did not have a sprinkler system. The state fire marshal says that's why it's critical that buildings that don't have such a system in place put one in right away. The time has come to protect these buildings. Maryland State Fire Marshal Brian Geraci says if the arrived Silver Spring apartment building had a sprinkler system installed. That one sprinkler hit in that apartment would have put that fire out or put it in check so the fire department could put it out the rest of the way. He says the state fire code gives buildings until 2033 to get the systems in place. He says 80 high-rise buildings in Montgomery County still don't have them. Same goes for 20 buildings in Prince George's County. He's hoping that buildings, though, choose to install them sooner rather than later. With the lithium-ion batteries, New York has seen a tremendous amount of fires, and they've had numerous fatalities with those up there. And we're going to see it here in Maryland sooner or later. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. One nonprofit is stepping up to the plate to help the nearly 400 residents affected by this fire. The Maryland Housing Partnership has launched a relief fund on its website. 100% of donated dollars will go to the impacted families, they say. On top of taking the life of Melanie Diaz, the fire sent at least 15 residents and three firefighters to the hospital. Investigators are still looking into what caused it. Donations to the fund can be made through the nonprofit's website. Go to WTOP.com, search fire. You might use this security feature on Twitter, but soon you'll have to pay for it. We'll talk live about changes coming to Twitter and Facebook with Sean Hollister, Senior News Editor at The Verge. 
That is ahead on WTOP tonight at uh, 10.07. At United Bank, the community bank of the nation's capital, we know the financial decisions you're making to keep your families and future secure. With a long history of safe, sound, relationship-driven banking practices, we provide our customers with peace of mind protection. We offer the best of both worlds, the technology, products, and expertise you expect from a big bank, but with the personal touch and local decision-making only a local community bank delivers. Learn more at bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC. Diana got some really bad news from the IRS. They said you owe quite a bit of money. They told me the possibilities of garnishing my wages, taking my house, taking my car. Diana found out about Optima Tax Relief. They've resolved over a billion dollars for their clients. Optima Tax saved my life. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800 354 2840. 800 354 2840. Optima Tax Relief. For details, visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. 10.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. Bob Imler in the traffic center. I'll start in Maryland on the Interloop Beltway at New Hampshire Avenue. There is a work zone set up. It is very slow getting by. Uh, one single lane to the right coming from University Boulevard toward New Hampshire Avenue on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway southbound down to a single lane getting by to the right again tonight in Laurel before 197. That is because of road work. It is quite slow in that work zone. And southbound 270, E480 in Urbana, single left lane gets by road work. Now, on New York Avenue, they're working uh, at least inbound near New Jersey Avenue getting by single file. They may be set up outbound as well. Meantime, traffic in Virginia does have road work on the Beltway inner loop after Arlington Boulevard toward 66. Two left lanes get by and two right lanes get by after the Dulles Toll Road toward Georgetown Pike. Outer loop after George Washington Parkway toward the Toll Road. Two right lanes get by. And they are on 95 southbound with the remnants of the burned out truck. I believe they got most of it cleaned up after exit 148 Quantico. Still some activity on the right shoulder, though, and that is still attracting attention. But all lanes are open. No longer being diverted. There is a bit of a slowdown getting past Quantico as a result. Looking for that new car? Well, the wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com. Transparency you can trust. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Drake. Winds continuing to subside across the area with lows tonight in the mid-30s to low 40s. For tomorrow, we'll have some rain showers around, mainly during the morning and midday hours, with the most rain falling north and west of the district. Temperatures will warm from the 40s into the 50s by the afternoon hours, and we'll continue to see our temperatures warming overnight. I'm tracking a record high temperature on Thursday of 80, 81 degrees. The old record high, 78 degrees, set back in 1874. So it is a hot Thursday, and then our temperatures come crashing back down Friday into Saturday. We'll start off the day Friday with temperatures in the 60s and fall into the 40s by the late afternoon and evening hours. On Saturday, some rain around with wind chills in the 20s and 30s and a high around 40. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Emilia Draper. And right now in Gaithersburg, it's 46, Arlington 53, Lanham 48. We actually could cool down to the lower 40s and the upper 30s 
in the suburbs. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. We are still working to locate our guests to discuss social media, especially paying for security for Twitter and some other things involving Instagram and Facebook. If that comes together, we'll bring it to you just a little later this hour on WTOP. Other news we're following tonight. Loudoun County's public school spokesman wants to move his perjury trial out of the county. Loudon Now reports Wade Byard is arguing that because Governor Glenn Youngkin has called county citizens victims of the alleged cover-up by school officials, that the residents are interested parties and therefore disqualified as jurors. Byard is accused of lying to the grand jury that investigated the school system's handling of two in-school sexual assaults by the same student in 2021. He's been on leave since December. A hearing on Byard's request to move his trial set for Thursday. It was 12 years ago that a 21-year-old pregnant mother disappeared from the Loudoun County apartment she shared with her boyfriend. Now that man's been sentenced for her murder. Last month, Ronald Rolden for the first time admitted he killed Bethany Decker. A detective testified Rolden told him the two had an argument in their living room. He pushed her. She fell and hit her head on the windowsill. Rolden put two fingers beneath her nose to see if she was breathing. He did not call 911. He said he was afraid first responders wouldn't believe his story. Decker's family described a warm, loving young mother. They wanted answers and agreed to the plea agreement that Rolden would serve 12 and a half years before being deported. In Leesburg, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Montgomery County is looking for new police officers and they're willing to hand you $20,000 if you join the ranks. The county is now offering that bonus to new sworn police recruits. The funds are coming from savings built up from personnel vacancies at the county police department. Police Chief Marcus Jones testified before the Public Safety Committee that the department is now down. It needs to hire 130 or so sworn officers. Stay with us here on WTOP. Uh, Pretty good game tonight, especially if you're a Terps fan between the Maryland women and Iowa. And some disappointment for Caps fans tonight. This did have some playoff implications, this battle with the Detroit Red Wings. Rob's got more coming up. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part? 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital. Building campaigns that connect. 1014. Don't be forced to sell stocks in a bear market. Now is the time to review your financial plan and determine how much liquidity you truly need. Every week, we discuss the latest financial trends and what investors need to know about them. To learn more about how to manage your cash flow and to become a better informed, wise investor, listen to the wise at thewiseinvestorgroup.com or find us on your favorite podcast app. 
When planning out the future for your disabled child who's nearing 18 or for your elderly parents, think long-term. Here's Shulman Rogers lawyer Kimberly Skibrokoski to explain why. When I think you have disabled young adults, you always need to think about what happens when you as the parent and now the guardian can't serve anymore because it happens. The same is true on the elderly end and making sure that in a power of attorney or a healthcare power of attorney that they are naming a successor. Learn more about family law and fiduciary litigation services at shulmanrogers.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now 10-15 as we go to Rob Woodfork. All right, it's good to be the Terps these days. The uh, seventh-ranked Maryland women have won uh, four straight. Uh, they avenged their last loss, cruising past number 6 Iowa, 96-68. In a performance so complete, it left Coach Brenda Free speechless on Big Ten Network. I am speechless. I mean, both ends of the floor. I thought uh, just a tremendous job defensively, being able to hold Caitlin below her average. And Susano, they're so good. And then uh, offensively, I mean, the three ball was working. Uh, the depth from uh, Brene and Lav and uh, just a special, special win. Yeah, they held Caitlin Clark to just 18 points in the game after she dropped 42 on them in the first meeting. Brene Alexander led all scores in the game off the bench with 24, knocked down six of nine from three-point range, and Lavender Briggs, 19 points. She made all three of her three-point attempts on a night in which the Terps shot 14 of 26 from long range, and uh, you can thank that second quarter for that. Uh, the Terps made seven of 10 from three-point range. They outscored Iowa 27 to eight in that quarter. It's the first time in program history they've notched four wins over top 10 ranked teams in a season. No such luck for the Capitals. They're losing skid now to five games. They took a 3-1 beating from the Detroit Red Wings on home ice. It pulls them even now with Washington in the standings at 62 points. Uh, so the uh, Capitals got to stop the bleeding at some point. They uh, are back home on uh, Thursday night. Uh, back to basketball. Uh, uh, VCU pulled away for a 88-63 win over St. Joe's. That's three in a row for them. And Virginia Tech falls to uh, Jim Laranega's Miami Hurricanes, 76-70. NFL franchise tags, they can be applied starting today. Pro Football Talk reporting the commanders are virtually certain to tag Deron Payne. It would cost them $18.9 million against the cap in the 2023 season, but if they reach a long-term deal before that, they could probably uh, get a better cap number, but they have until July 15th to try and make that happen. Rob Woodwork, WTOP Sports. 10, 17, and normally people cringe at the idea of taxes going up, but some business owners in Alexandria are actually hoping for higher taxes now. It would be a new tax of 10 cents per $100 of assessed value for commercial properties in Old Town Alexandria along King Street and the waterfront. The idea would be to use that money to host events and promote the businesses affected by the tax. Amy Rutherford owns two businesses that would fall within the boundaries. She supports the idea. A lot of people know about Old Town, but they don't know the details of Old Town. What types of businesses are there? Those are the things that we want people to learn. Organizers of the effort need petition signatures from 60% of the affected property owners. And so far, they're about a third of the way there. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. If you'd like to learn more about the idea, organizers are hosting public forums tomorrow in person and on Zoom. Find more details at WTOP.com. Top stories we're following for you at this hour. An attack against one is attack against all. Speaking in Poland, President Biden says Americans stand for freedom and will continue their unwavering support for Ukraine and NATO. 
There's a strong indication indictments will be recommended in a Georgia special grand jury investigating former President Trump and his supporters. And observers say the case argued in the Supreme Court today could drastically change free speech rules online. Justices say maybe not so fast. Stay with WTOP for more. 1018, traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. We're going back to Bob Imler. He's in the traffic center. On southbound at 95 after exit 148 Quantico, what's left of the car fire, I believe everything is gone. I don't think there's even anything left on the shoulder at this point. Uh, traffic is running a lot better headed southbound on 95, coming from Dumfries and heading into Stafford. Nothing in your way. Now, southbound before Route 17, the left lane is blocked by a work zone, but you get by without delay. And 66, that is running pretty well. They are working on the Beltway, though, on the inner loop after Arlington Boulevard towards 66. Two left lanes get by there, then two right lanes get by on the inner loop after the Dulles Toll Road. An outer loop from George Washington Parkway toward the Toll Road also gets by uh, in two lanes to the right. Beltway and Maryland interloop very slow into the work zone of New Hampshire Avenue. Single right lane is getting by that one. And Baltimore-Washington Parkway down to a single lane to the left again tonight before 197. With the work zone very slow into that work zone. And southbound 270 before 80. Single left lane gets by the road work. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast. And Amelia Drake. I'm tracking some wild temperature swings these next few days on into the weekend. For Thursday, a high temperature of 80 degrees. It'll be a record high. The old record, 78 Set back in 1874. Now, tonight, we'll have lows in the mid-30s to low 40s. Highs tomorrow in the 50s. And again, hot out there on Thursday, Friday. Temperatures fall throughout the day. We start off around 60, and our temperatures fall into the 40s by the end of the day. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Amelia Draper. Reston is at 52. Bethesda, 53. Woodbridge, 50. Some parts of our area could be down to the 40s and 30s overnight. Now 1020 here on WTOP, and we're brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. And still ahead here on WTOP, what is the very, uh, well, we could say precarious situation uh, along the Ohio-Pennsylvania border, the site of that train derailment, and then the toxic chemicals that were released and burned? What are people who live there being told by the federal government? What is the head of Norfolk Southern saying? It's all ahead tonight on WTOP. Here's Rebecca Hurstman, the director of the Defense Threat Reduction Agency, on the discussion, Tackling Government Challenges Through Science and Technology, sponsored by Noblis. DTRA has a global footprint. We're present in actually more than 50 countries around the world. We have forward station personnel with all of our combatant commands. Part of what we really try to do is get out there in the communities and engage our partners. Listen to the entire discussion on federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Noblis. Tackling national challenges that continue to rise and change rapidly can be difficult. Noblis can help. Noblis brings together the best of science, technology, and engineering to solve complex challenges, like improving transportation and infrastructure systems, countering threats from weapons of mass destruction, and enhancing the operability of naval surface ships. For 25 years, Noblis has been an innovator with the federal government, investing in advanced R&D, enriching lives, and making our nation safer. Noblis, for the best of reasons. Visit noblis.org to learn more. You're listening to WTOP News. 1022. The nation's top transportation official wants freight railroads to immediately act to improve safety. In the wake of the fiery derailment in that Ohio area, the uh, eastern Ohio near Pennsylvania, that forced evacuations when toxic chemicals were released and burned in... uh, 
uh, in uh, that part of Ohio. Let's hear from Pete Buttigieg tonight. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg says his office will hold the railroad accountable for any safety violations that contributed to the February 3rd derailment. Industry shouldn't wait for us to force them to do the right thing. He says he wants to see changes like mandating that rail companies provide employees with paid sick time to prevent tiredness. I think that the rail industry needs to move immediately to take certain steps like protect whistleblowers in the industry. Buttigieg also admits he waited too long to speak out about the incident. Could have spoken sooner about how strongly I felt uh, about this incident and uh, that's a lesson learned for me. Matt Piper, CBS News. Earlier today, the head of the EPA said Norfolk Southern will be held accountable for the cleanup and any illnesses that local people there suffer. Alan Shaw is president and CEO of Norfolk Southern. He spoke with the PBS NewsHour and talked about his conversation with the transportation secretary. He's been very clear with me, his frustration over this. Um, my commitment to Secretary Buttigieg is, is the same as my commitment to the citizens of this community. We're going to continue with the environmental remediation. We've got air monitoring, water monitoring set up. We have long-term plans for monitoring. President Biden says the past patterns of railroads resisting safety regulations must change and that Congress should support the effort to improve safety. The child welfare system rarely offers parents the same rights as the criminal justice system. That comes in a recent investigation by ProPublica. Government workers frequently accuse parents of wrongdoing. They can go into your home and do searches and interrogate people. They can also use whatever they find against the parent in court. Eli Hager is the ProPublica reporter who dug up and dug into this story. He tells WTOP that government workers' searches rarely uncover harm done by parents. In the majority of cases that are initiated, they don't find evidence of anything. There are usually calls to a hotline in which a teacher noticed a scratch on a child's arm or other allegations like that that go to be investigated and can lead to real consequences, even though there was no significant underlying harm. ProPublica reported that mostly low-income families are the ones being caught up in the system. The war in Afghanistan was the longest conflict in American history from 2001 to 2021. Signature Theater explores the consequences in the play Selling Cobble. I don't know that I've ever read a play that reads so much like a suspense thriller. You're on the edge of your seat the whole time. Awasta Zarif plays the sister of an Afghan translator hiding from the Taliban in Kabul, Afghanistan, waiting for a visa to come to America in 2013. It's set in 2013, but it's incredibly apropos. This could be set now. There's still so many people who are eligible for the SIV visa, but there's like an 18,000-person battle. The role is special for Zarif, an Afghan native born in Kabul. I was so excited to see that this play is being done in the DMV area because this is actually the second highest Afghan diaspora in the country. Jason Farley, WTOP News. Money News 25 and 55 and Dan Rona. Wall Street had a rough Tuesday. The Dow lost 2% of its total value. The Nasdaq dropped 2.5%. Stocks started sliding at the opening bell and the sell-off continued. At one point near the end of the close of business, the Dow was down more than 700 points. All of this started as Home Depot missed Wall Street's expectations. It's the first time since 2019 that the Atlanta-based home improvement company has not made the number that investors were seeking. The company said as the pandemic ends, more consumers are spending on services like airline tickets and hotel rooms rather than going and buying things like lumber or appliances. Adding to Wall Street's concerns, the D.C.-based National Association of Realtors on Tuesday said that existing home sales dropped to their lowest level in more than 12 years in January. Dan Ronan, 
WTOP News. And right now, most Asian markets are lower. Hong Kong is about two-tenths of a percent higher. But we have a one-and-a-half percent loss in South Korea. Tokyo stock's also down one-and-a-half percent. The full forecast for the middle of the week is on the way. Big temperature swings this week. And Jennifer McClellan has declared the winner of Virginia's 4th District Congressional seat tonight. We'll tell you why that is a historic win. 1026. Diana got some really bad news from the IRS. They said, you owe quite a bit of money. They told me the possibilities of garnishing my wages, taking my house, taking my car. Diana found out about Optima Tax Relief. They've resolved over a billion dollars for their clients. Optima Tax saved my life.